What's up everyone? It's Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. So today we're going to be talking about what you can do when you are super cranky and you just hate everyone. Okay, so once in a while I wake up very, very pissed off at the world. We'll just put it that way. And there's nothing specifically wrong, per se. It's just that, for whatever reason, everyone around me gets on my damn nerves. Okay? Like, let's say a friend will send me like 10 photos of their baby that I just don't feel like looking at. That sounds terrible, I know. And... I don't know. Everyone just seems to irritate me, or I'll get a phone call from someone with some BS gossip. You know, just one of those days. And I hate when this happens, because I know I'm in the wrong, and yet it feels like everyone is hell-bent on annoying me. And there are lots of reasons why you might suddenly feel so irritated with the people around you. Sleep deprivation, for example, can put you on edge, as can feeling stressed out about work or school, other things that can mess with your mood, um, include physical discomfort, maybe you're in pain due to a health condition, or you have your period, or maybe you're just hangry as hell, drinking alcohol, or skipping exercise for a few days. When you are used to working out daily. All of these things can influence the amount of cortisol. You know, that primary stress hormone in your body. And it can turn you into a real life Scrooge. So here's how to deal next time you are feeling impossibly... Impossibly angry? I don't know what word I was going for there. Anyway, get familiar with your feelings, okay? I mean, when I'm pissed off, the last thing I want to do is reflect on and accept how fundamentally frazzled I am. But this can actually help you perk up just a little bit. If you observe what you are feeling and you put a label on it and keep reminding yourself that you're feeling irritation. You can reduce the intensity of that emotion. And this practice can quiet the emotional part of your brain and activate the rational part. Mm -hmm. In fact, when you accept your emotions for what they are and refrain from reacting or judging yourself for having them, even if they seriously suck, you actually suffer from them less. And this is according to research, guys, okay? So next time you snap at your partner or you start crafting a passive-aggressive email to your manager, stop and put a name to your mood. Maybe it's irritation, sadness, or anger. Whatever it is, identify the feeling and ask yourself, how intense it is on a scale 
of one to 10. Your emotion might spike at first, but eventually it should go down. And once you're a little bit calmer, you'll be in a better headspace to manage your mood throughout the day. And don't assume every interaction is going to be horrible. And when I'm having one of these days, I'm kind of pissed before anyone actually does anything to annoy me. You know what I mean? I'll see a text pop up on my phone and be like, oh, this is going to suck. Without even seeing what the message is about. Rather than assuming your interactions with people are going to be dreadful, just try to flip your point of view and consider that they might be tolerable. Who knows? They could even be positive. And research shows that people are pretty bad at predicting how an event, good or bad, will make them feel. And there's also evidence to suggest that thinking about upcoming interactions, like a meeting with your boss, a little more you know, you're a little more positive about it, telling yourself it'll be fine, that can make you feel less irritated or grumpy or cranky or whatever you may be. And if that's not doing the trick, it can also be helpful to just pause and take a moment to recognize that this sucky mood will not last forever. It's just a moment in the many hours and years and decades of your life. And you'll get through it, just like you've gotten through many other moments. And this might not instantly make you feel better, but it is a good reminder that you're most likely going to emerge from your shitty mood relatively unscathed. If you have to be social, prep some talking points ahead of time. Okay, come up with a game plan that will make things a little easier on you. Instead of winging your combos, mentally map out how you want them to play out. For example, Let's say you have a family gathering that you can't get out of. So come up with some specific conversation starters that will reduce the odds. Your relatives will make you want to scream into a towel when you take a bathroom break. And there's, you can ask uh, softball questions. Such as whether they saw that bizarre new true crime documentary, if they've read any good books recently, or maybe their take on the NFL, Taylor Swift merger, something that everyone has an opinion on. In other words, just choose topics that will not grind your gears and ones you might actually be interested in. That way, instead of avoiding your loved ones completely, You can spend some quality time with them on your own terms before you head out. An alternate, alternative, (laughs) an alternative option 
is just find a way to help out so you do not have to partake in awful small talk. Back at the family get together. If you don't have it in you to have an in-depth combo with your aunt about her career, go help out the host. That way you don't have to engage with too many people, but you can distract yourself with specific tasks like cleaning up or serving food instead of mingling. Also, try some deep breathing exercises. Irritability in general is a result of shifting into fight or flight mode. You know, the stress response that occurs when your body perceives some sort of danger or threat and as a result, certain hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, they flood your system and that can make you tense temporarily. So to cope, just try taking some deep breaths. And if you're rolling your eyes, that's fair. But research does show that deep breathing exercises can dramatically reduce your cortisol levels, which equals less stress, which equals less crankiness, which equals better relationships. Now, there's also a method some experts call the psychological sigh. So you'll take two short inhales followed by one long exhale. And then you just repeat this breathing pattern three to five times and do this throughout the day as often as you need. And eventually you'll automatically practice deep breathing whenever you feel irritated. And this helps flip your nervous system from the agitated fight or flight response to the calming rest and digest response. So slow down and rest. That's it. That's the tip. Sleepiness is one of the top reasons people get so cranky with others. If you're tired or exhausted, you have to stop and rest. If you overextended yourself and you're just totally zapped, find ways to free up your schedule. You know, sit out your cousin's holiday party, cancel the fitness class, and go on a quick 10-minute jog instead, or permit yourself to grab some takeout instead of spending an hour cooking dinner. You might have to cut some activities and shorten others, but this can help to get you through that very stressful time. And once you've been able to truly rest and recharge, you should just feel less icky and ready to be around other people again without wanting to run away, that is. And finally, if your irritability is ongoing and really interfering with your life, maybe you're frequently flaking out on plans or getting torn apart on performance reviews for being uncooperative, 
consider getting help from a therapist, you know, they can help you uncover the root cause of your crankiness and figure out ways to feel calmer, like adjusting your sleep schedule and learning how to communicate better when you're fighting with your partner. So, you know, next time you're agitated or whatnot, just don't let that anger fester until your agitation spontaneously combusts and you freak out on everyone. You know what I mean? <laughs> just let it clear and you'll notice that you'll stop being an emotional menace to your friends and your family members. How effective, right? And for the sake of your well-being and theirs, make a pledge. Next time you have just about had it with everyone, you are going to accept your shitty mood for what it is. Remind yourself that things probably won't be as bad as I think they will be. And if all else fails, take a nap. And just be like, they can't annoy me if I'm asleep. Right? Right on, guys. Alright, so... Yeah, that is that. I actually really enjoyed this episode. I found it fun. A little funny. But informative all at the same time. So, yes. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Thank you so, so much for listening. You know the deal. Hit that follow button, guys. And I'll talk to y'all later. Have a beautiful day or night. Alright, bye guys. <laughs>